No Limit Texas Hold'em is the Cadillac of poker. You don't happen to have 8,000 bucks on you. Oh, no, no, we don't use money in heaven. Comes in pretty handy down here, Bob. Oh, you just want a million? You're making a run at it, aren't you? Rolling up a stake and going to Vegas. Welcome to episode number five of When the Chips Are Down podcast. From living in a van playing low stakes cash to battling in Bobby's room in the Bellagio, I'm Andrew by King 19 Peeper. Be polite, be courteous, be professional, have a plan to take everyone's chips. <laughs> Joined by my co host and best friend, Scott. It's not not poker. Whether you've been at the tables for years or are just now dipping your toe into the most complex game on the planet, this podcast should have something for you. What poker player hasn't watched Rounders and Mike McDermott jet off to Vegas and think, man, I wish I could do that. Well, this podcast is about a guy that did, a guy that is doing, and a guy that wants to do that, so hopefully it'll provide a lot of perspective into what all being a professional poker player is and what that looks like in today's day and age. So how was uh, this this past week on the felts for you, Scott? It was up and down. Last... I guess if we're including last Sunday, not this previous one, but the one before, I cashed for around $400 in that one. But Tuesday, Wednesday, I did not cash. And then Friday, I bubbled. So I got a ticket for that one for next week. But it it wasn't it wasn't a great week overall just on how I played, to be completely honest. Um, I, there was just a lot of factors that went into that, but yeah, we can talk about that more, but it wasn't, it wasn't my best week. Definitely. So, yeah. Yes. So about how much is it in, in buy-ins that you're putting in every week? 265. Yeah. I spend about 265 a week in buy-ins across four tournaments. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they can definitely, yeah, definitely add up. I mean, over over a thousand dollars a month in in buy-ins is not uh for tournaments is n- not insignificant. <laughs> no, and it's it's not like my bankroll is huge. I mean, I have a little over twenty bigs, um, and I think that's enough because of the skill level that I'm playing against. I think the the edge I have is big enough, but it's still, you know, you're still multi, multi-tabling tournaments here, and there's yeah. just a lot of variance. Like, no matter if you play really good, you know, it, it just happens. Yeah. 20, 20 buy-ins, I'm assuming you mean, not, not 20 bigs. Yeah, sorry, 20 buy-ins, yeah. Not 20 bigs. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's fine when the field's only 20 to maybe at the most, like, 40 people deep. Yeah, I think that's it's still pretty reasonable. Like a, even even like a, a even like a ten buy and downswing is fairly and like not 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 super uh, not not a uh, not impossible, but and it's pretty unlikely. It was just strange. I it, because I had been studying like I was supposed to, but I think fatigue just caught up to me. Doing having a full time job and then grinding out these tournaments on the side, my sleep schedule just wasn't right, and my exercise, you know, ec- exercising wasn't great, eating wasn't great, and I really felt it at the table. It it was kind of a fog. And then to offset some of that, I'm taking, you know, I'm taking some supplements to help me focus during those times and what you don't account for sometimes is yeah they'll get you through it but then the continual not taking care of the root root issue of sleep and and just that your health cycle there like you keep compounding more supplements to stay more focused and your fourth tournament you're like yo what what is going on like i cannot focus right yeah. yeah. Like, do what? What hand is this? <laughs> and it yeah. just kind of felt. It just kind of felt like that, and it, it caught up to me. There are just spots where I, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not sure why I did that. Or Mira would be talking to me when usually, you know, I'm not trying to have a 
full-blown serious conversation with her at that moment but yeah so I, I just part of the tournaments i don't think i was taking serious enough and the other part of it was i probably should not have been playing but because i was just trying to grind grind out uh for money's sake uh i i just played suboptimally thankfully it didn't crush you know crush me this week i you know i didn't i still I still came out ahead this week, but not by much. And uh, I just don't want to make that. I don't want to look at it that way where I go, oh, well, you know, I still came out on top this week and, uh, you know, I didn't play optimally. But I guess, you know, I I don't want to make that a habit where I can I can trick myself into thinking suboptimal just because I can I can win is something that I should. um, I should allow to keep on happening. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't want to get like complacent and just like, oh yeah, I can. These guys are so bad. I I should just win every week. I don't even have to put in a full, you know, my full effort. Like even my even my even my you know B minus game is probably beating these guys. So that's definitely like a dangerous like mindset to get into. So yeah, I remember talking to Joe about that, and, and Joe's just like, you know, you just got to be the best. Just make sure you're the best one at the table and just know it. You know, just know that you're crushing everybody. And when I do that, man, I I don't do that with a good mindset. Like I I start to play bad when I have that mindset. Yeah. Like I I don't go through like I think he does it and he's going through like all the steps he needs to go through to play to still play optimally, but I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm entitled to it. I'm the best here. Like this guy doesn't have it. He's just trying to bully me. Like, I don't know who he thinks I am. And then I get the bad news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For for me, like, I, I, I go through the same, probably not the same process as, as Joe does trying to build a profile on everybody. And then, and, you know, doesn't usually doesn't take very many hands to start identifying where, mistakes that people are making and how good I think someone is and then and then just kind of expanding that as as the time goes on you know who's weak who's really tight who's way too loose who you know who overvalues top pair uh, just things like that and how it works for for me but uh, yeah so I'm still in this is like my last day and in Vegas before making the 1200 mile drive back to Dallas but it's been uh so far it's been worth the drive though it's been, it's been pretty nice yeah has, has poker been going good down there yeah it's been it's been good uh yeah hockey has been uh not awesome i think like down a couple units so far as in this week and just normal variant stuff like uh nothing really too too crazy for for that like last night had the flames they're up 3-1 with like 8 minutes left they lose live live, live betting here that I can do where uh only Nevada has been been going all right um up a few many, up a few units and that yeah poker's been good and we uh pretty much Pretty much just played two five here and won about a little over sixteen hundred over over the course of the weekend. Nice. That's a good weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Super Bowl weekend definitely definitely came out on the on the right side of variance on that. So that was definitely nice there's I mean, on you know on, on sunday literally had a guy who's i mean he, he only sat down with like 300 but he sat down and was just all in blind every hand and he's like this is my <laughs> gift to you <laughs> it's literally he literally literally said that he's like this is like this is what you know he's like happy sunday he's like enjoy <laughs> what a guy what a guy you love you love to see it <laughs> 
Uh, so I was like, all right, King Eight, King Eight suited. Okay, I opened a thirty-five, and then you know nobody else calls, and <laughs> you just hope to you know it's not you know it's not you know it's not a flip. I mean, it's not, you know it's it's you know it's hard to have them crush, right? You know, it's going to be like sixty forties and seventy thirties, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, but yeah, you just <laughs> you know it's one of those spots where you just embrace the variance and. You know, you're not going to leave until that guy is out of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I look down at, you know, a queen, king, or an ace, and there's, if it's suited, it's all, just get it in. It doesn't matter at that point. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're called, boys. <laughs> Good luck to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember when a guy did that to me at the table. He's like, I'm tired of this low, low limit shit. I'm, I'm moving tables. I'm all in blind. And he just throws it, throws it in there, and I look down, and I think I looked down at A seven or A eight, and I kind of did what you did. It's like, well, we're we're calling here. <laughs> uh, those are the best games. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That and there and there's it. What what uh? What's unfortunate sometimes is in those games is that. Usually it's the nets that will get upset at people like that and complain and berate the guy and and you know and either like they don't either they're not properly rolled for the game that they're playing in or they're just or they just they really don't you know they they'd really just rather you know if they don't they you know they don't want to they don't want to get it and get it in with king seven suited they they'd rather you know. Like Ace Jack is like a side call for them, so and uh, and they're like, oh, we're not, we're not playing poker, and then you know, and, the, and then the and then the guy lose, you know, and the guy then the guy will like wins with like Jack Five off, you know, against their Ace King, and they just lose lose it, right? And and you know, just those people just you know, obviously clearly have you know not a good mindset and don't really understand poker and variance, and that you know it's going to happen, that you know he's going to win uh some uh a decent percentage of the time but uh yeah it's it's you know it's math and just <laughs> get your money in the head and and well let the let you let the chips fall where they may so yeah give give me give me give me that that table over uh or over any, any other one any day of the week yeah for sure and that it's such a weird mindset by nitty people that say, oh, this isn't poker. It because when you look at it from a skill set like that, that actually probably is his best play. Do you know what I mean? Like it's he he's probably abusing it in the wrong way, but yeah, he's you know, still gonna win like thirty percent of the time. Yeah, and you're gonna fold how often? You know, um, I mean that's the best. That's most of the time that is the strongest play that someone who doesn't know how to play can make. It's not, it sucks. Like you're at the mercy of that play sometimes. But yeah. That, I mean, that's poker. It's not, not poker. I don't, I don't understand what, when they say things like that. Yeah, no. And uh, yeah, not to get off like on too far of a, of a rabbit trail for that, but like, yeah, people will say that all the time too, about just uh, either about crazy games, but also, also tournaments like, like especially like turbo tournaments and the uh, ones that just go like super fast and uh, like a lot of your daily tournaments are pr- fairly turbo structures and play fairly short and like oh we're playing bingo we're not really playing poker and it's like well no we're we're still playing poker like it's just it, like it, it's high variance for sure but there's you know there's you know uh, heads up hyper tur- you know there are people that make a living at heads up or at least used to anyway uh, heads up hi- hyper hyper uh sit and goes and that's a lot of variants and and a lot of people would say those are bingos but uh you know people have enough of an edge to pay the rent off of them so it's uh, obvious you know clearly an edge there yeah for sure so yeah so yeah but yeah vegas has been really nice um got got to get out to red rocks a couple times for some hikes and do some hiking and some scrambling over there, and that was really nice. I brought the brought the scooter on the back of the bike, of the, of the back back of the van with me, and was riding that around 
town and just leaving the van parked mostly. So that was working out really, really great. Just keeping the van in one spot and then getting a hundred miles a gallon around town. Uh, and until yesterday where the, when like the, something with the, the, the rear wheel, uh, bearing is shot now or some, something with the, the rear wheel that I have to get, get that looked at, but shouldn't be too, um, too big of an issue. And you're, you're playing pickleball over there. Yeah, we, yeah, we, uh, uh, yeah, pickleball here is pretty, has also blown up pretty decently and uh went to one of the one of the parks here and they had i mean they had like an entire court i don't know how many courts they had probably they probably had mm, like around 20 courts or so and and like eight of those were 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 locked up like special specialty courts like for tournaments and specifically and stuff but even even the open like they they were all they're all brand new they all had lights and everything so yeah i'm still i'm still like really new to pickleball i've only played like maybe five or six days so um i'm still there's still lots of lot to learn but the but it's it's a lot of fun pretty fast paced and quick reflexes but you know the, the, there's uh there's you know pretty but there's also like strategy, but it's also it's 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 very tactical. Yeah, I was at a I was at a wedding this weekend on Sunday, and one of the guys was on his phone, and I I, I was shocked when I looked down because I just expected him to be watching the Super Bowl, and he was watching pickleball. <laughs> I was like, what? And he, he was telling me, he's like, man, I like tennis, but I'm horrible at it. I just I just can't play it. He goes, but I'm not too bad at pickleball. It's just really fun. And I, I'm like, that's when you know, like someone's watching pickleball over Super Bowl over the Super Bowl at a wedding. I guess it's really taken off. Like I've I, I, I want to play it sometime because it sounds like you don't have to be as athletic as like a tennis player, obviously, to have fun at it, which which sounds like good news to my knees. And the one of the one of the guys was who is I played yesterday who was who was pretty good uh, told me that uh, you know that yeah like the 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 learning curve is is pretty like exponential like once once you start to get in put in a lot more you know a decent amount you don't have to put in that much work to get way way better which right. makes sense to me just feel and touch and you know knowing like how how hard to hit the you know it's a wiffle ball that you're hitting so with the paddle <laughs> so like you know learning you know what angle hit hit it at and how hard to hit it at and it's a pretty short court so you know it's got to be like pretty soft a lot of times and but yeah it's yeah it's a lot of yeah it's fun and then yeah went went bowling yesterday with a couple with Jonah. Uh, Joe, another another friend of mine, and that was that was pretty bo- that was pretty fun. I I, I won that. Uh, I played played a few games and won like thirty dollars in in side bets. <laughs> so that was <laughs> worked out pretty well. Up to now, I mean, and sort of including now uh, for the long term, everything. I guess since since January things things have been uh now just just rising like a little bit above break even so uh and break even stretches I think can be sometimes for me anyways like break even can be like even a little bit more tilting than downswings just for the fact that like downswings at least you can you can justify in your mind to to an extent because you you can just be like yeah dude I, I mean what do you want me to do I lost aces to kings you know all in you know twice all in pre you know three times in the past month you know so uh you know if I if I win any of those like I'm up but like I lost all all of them so um I'm just I'm just stuck whereas you know especially e- even uh 
and I guess and break even can be like on the both on both sides of both short term and like over a, like you know a, a week or um or several weeks period. I know I know it can be frustrating to me sometimes where like I play an eight hour session and I'm I'm up five dollars. I'm like what what is the point here? Like what are we doing? Like <laughs> why? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's never fun when someone asks you how your day was. You're like, I just spent eight hours working. I got five. I got five dollars to show for it. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a very strange thing because most most people have jobs that never experience that. Obviously, if you're self-employed, you have experienced that. I used to be a barber, and I I remember having days where. You know, when you first start, you don't have very many clients and you, you get a few in the door and then you start to break down your numbers. You're like, oh, wow, that covered my rent for the day. And I think it covered my lunch. And past that, I made no money. You you kind of feel like you're failing, even though you're not. It, it's it's like limbo. But I mean, it's it's a good thing, though, in poker. It just logically... Logically, it is a good thing, wouldn't you say? Because you're not you're not losing money. You know what I mean, right? So, I, I, I how, how do you deal with that then? I, I knew you you've kind of been on that stretch for not not very long, but I would say that you know all the anticipation for you to come back into poker full time, moving to Texas. I think we were really anticipating. You know, you kind of hit the ground running and hit it hard and you know, it actually kind of hasn't been like that. How how's that been affecting you, your your play and your mindset so far? Yeah, it can be it can be frustrating on 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 the surface at first, you know, and then that's why that's one of the reasons why I, when I released my my first vlog, I I took my my I, I changed my my main goal from from making six figures to 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 being my my top goal if i really like overachieve just just because there's there, there's a lot of there's a lot of not only is there a lot of very variance but there's a lot of unknown variables in in poker and um and yeah like while while the games here are are still really good and definitely like i'd say the the best still the best place in the country to play and i'm not i'm i don't at all regret coming out here yeah there's still like you know there's you know there's still good players out here and so you know i wasn't the only one that saw hey i'm a good player <laughs> and uh <laughs> i think i can i think texas sounds really good you know there's other guys that <laughs> a lot of other guys that also saw this said the same thing and that's that's so they're out here as well and so you know you gotta you know compete against those those guys and uh, you know, adjust to tables and and you know game 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 selection is still is still a f- a pretty big factor, and uh and and then you know and then playing you know it's hard it's hard to get in like forty hours in a week in in uh it, you know when you only have uh, a couple rooms available and then some some smaller one, some pretty small ones and home games and stuff it's it's, it's hard to it's hard to schedule out a, a a full-time schedule for that so yes there's just been a lot of some some adjustments to that but uh you know just really really just have to go back to 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 your play and you know look look, look at you know still continue to take notes on all your hands and you know all of your all of, all of your big hands you know just write write them down you know send them to either to a study group or you know some other other good players that you that you trust to to review and and see if you're uh, see see if there's any any leaks that 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 you're making but uh yeah it can it can you know you can start to definitely start to get like the imposter syndrome which happens quite a bit in poker where you know you just start to start to wonder it's like okay like am i actually even beating the game like what i'm not really 
doing real hot here, and this is, and the games are still really good, and I'm still somehow not 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 crushing it. What's what's going on here? But the, yeah, there's uh, like Jonathan Little says, you know, you can you can you can run way worse than you had ever imagined, and you know, and, and I haven't run, I haven't gone on a run like that. It's just been, you know, not. Yeah, hasn't been all firing all cylinders to to start, but yeah, just make sure that you're continuing to play well and and just trying to trying to make sure that you're 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 in shape, you know, physically and mentally, and and coming to the to the table with with the right mindset of okay, like I'm just gonna sit down and and I'm gonna crush, and I'm gonna. And I know if I I play the way I, that I'm capable of playing, I I will crash and and then let the and and then and then you just go out and execute. So yeah, so that's been yeah that can be yeah definitely frustrating at times, but yeah you just gotta look at the look at the long look at the long term and. Just continue to just to just to grind it out because it's 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 you know it's a uh, it's not easy. No, it it's not, especially because when when you're playing like this, you know that this, this is a business at this point, right? Right. Yeah. So you're, I mean, anyone who's done self-employment type of work where it it's it's just you at the end of the day. There's a different, there's not just a different mindset. It It's your whole week is, is so different because you're worried about where's the next dollar going to come from. And you know, there's, there's days, like you said, where you're going to make $5 and you're wondering across this break even stretch, like you're questioning, Am I an imposter? Am I doing what's right? Why isn't the money coming in? And that's very common in business. Sure. And then you hit your, str- you know, and then eventually you're going to hit hit your stride where, oh, the money's coming in. Oh, you know, I, am I doing anything different from before? I, I don't think so. It's just variance is starting to come your way. And I just, that that's just kind of the hard part out of it. It's just the grind that you have to go through with staying consistent and disciplined and I think in most things in life, that's that's really where the keys are. It's it's never these light bulb moments. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Being 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 properly rolled, I think is is a really is a really huge factor for for it. It's, particularly if you're especially if you're doing it full time. You know, it's you know because you're you know if you're breaking breaking even in poker, well then you're losing <laughs> because you need. <laughs> life life costs money unfortunately mm-hmm. at this point and so yes so it's like i don't have any money coming in and i just have i still have money going out you know i granted i have less money going out than a lot of other people but yeah there's still you know gas insurance and food and water and all these other things aren't none of them are free so to be able to still look at your bankroll and be like okay like um I'm still fine. Like I could, you know, I could go on a, you know, 20 buy and downswing and I could, I'd still be in action. This is, this is not, you know, not the end of the world. It starts to feel like it a little bit just because we're human and it's it's emotional for us. You know, the weird thing is, you know, people say hard work pays off and, and sometimes hard work does pay off, but there are other times where I remember playing sports where, you know, I thought, I really worked, I gave everything I had. And then another guy maybe didn't put in as much work as I did or put in even more work than I did and got all the benefits and I lost. <laughs> and, uh, you know, life, life's not fair. But the best, nope. like, the best, yeah, it's, it's just not fair. And, but that doesn't mean that hard work isn't a part of that recipe of success. It's, it's one of the main parts. And if you're, if you're of the mindset in poker that you can just not work hard and it's just about getting lucky, 
then I'd like to sit down with you at the table. That's all, <laughs> you know, that's all I, w- I would like to do. Right. But. Yep. For, for sure. Yeah. No, Ga- Galfon has been, if you don't follow Phil Galfon on Twitter, Instagram, you're definitely doing yourself a, a disservice. He's, he's, he started putting out like just a lot more. He, he's, he's never really put out a ton of poker related content. He's just always been regarded as one of the, one of the one of the pillars of the of the poker community who's who's just always been a great guy and a great player and but recently he's he started doing a lot more content and and posting a lot more stuff and just dropping these a lot of a lot of wisdom and and information for for about poker and and his his journey up and everything and he, he had a tweet the other day of it's like I remember the first time I played 300, 600. I logged on the full tilt. There's only one person sitting, Phil Ivy. All right, fine, let's do it. <laughs> you know, buying sixty thousand, three hands in, get pocket fours, flop ten six four rainbow or ten six four two spades. Uh, you know, just check three k, nine k, eighteen k, all in call. He has pocket tens. Oh. <laughs> and uh and I left. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, if that can happen to Galfond, it can happen to you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, <laughs> I watched a clip recently of uh when Ivy started to chew that guy out in uh the main event that caught a boat against him when Ivy rivered his flush and the guy stood up, you know, not Act, not, I don't know why he stood up. And uh, Ivy's like, why are you standing up? He's like, you got you got the boat. <laughs> He's like, well, you could have kings here. <laughs> and Ivy's all pissed about it. But, you know, I think the guy is just like, holy shit, I just, it's Phil Ivy. Like, of course he could have king. He could beat me. He could beat me without cards. It's Phil Ivy. I just want to end against Phil Ivy in the main event. <laughs> that feeling, man. Yeah. Yeah, for are there sure. Any, are there any very specific? So for me, there's some really specific things when I start to go on on break even or even winning runs like that. Like I have, um, I don't know if you do, but I have a prepare to play list of of things of like goals and common mistakes I tend to make when I start to win or when I start to go, get into that mindset of "woe is me." Do you, do you have any lists like that? Yeah, I think yeah, and this is something that uh, Elliot Rowe talks about for, and he, and he 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 even has specific content for this, um, where he'll have both both pre, during, and post things that you can either listen to or or routines that you can can do to to help get your get in the right mindset. Uh, to go to go play yeah yeah i think it's I, I think it's very really important because it's 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 really easy to to get into just a, a a very casual mindset like oh okay i'm gonna go play poker and i'm one of the better players so i should win and play well um but you know you, you gotta you gotta approach it pretty much like you know like it's like it is a, like it's a competition and and you know you and you stretch and warm up before uh, you know a basketball game or any other sport that you that you're competing in and poker is no different it's just you know mostly um, you know there's some physical aspects to it but it's mostly mental and so making you know but uh so yeah making sure that you're you're in the mindset like okay like i'm not just gonna go play like i'm i'm gonna go win and i i'm gonna go you know uh you know what uh, you you just need to really make sure that you're you're in the as 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 Doyle said, you know the poker is war and people pretend that it's again like you gotta you gotta pretend that it's a war you know you uh, like like I think as James James Bond has that saying like uh, be be polite be courteous be professional have a plan to kill everyone in the room you know it's <laughs> kind of like <laughs> I kind I kind of made my uh, transfer that into into poker. You know, be be polite, be courteous, be professional. Have a plan to take everyone's chips. <laughs> like, that's ex- 
exact pretty much exactly what you got to do. I know for me the the one of the one of the, one of the one of the as far as like during sessions, one of the alarm bells for me that I'm kind of off and just cruising is just when I'm not tracking the action and I've just kind of zoned, either zoned out or I'm not or I'm looking down at my phone or just li- looking at the game or or something and and it'll be two or three hands and I'm like oh I have I have no idea what two or three hands just happened and uh and that's something that I that I do I'm like okay like I need to either either get up and take a little walk and get back into yeah, it or sure. Or yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a ton of free information that nobody else is really taking advantage of that is really important to your edge. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Oh. In basketball, I find poker to be the same. Some of the same situations like this. Uh, how how you've been winning, I think, can very sneakily affect your mindset kind of like the boiling frog analogy like you know you slowly turn up the water and the frog just doesn't notice i've been on i've been on winning stretches and i I, this is probably true for most poker players or people of any type of sport where some of the wins are just easy you know you're just all week it's you've just been running really hot aces versus kings you know the nuts over the second nuts and you're not it's not that you're not engaged but you're just not finding these really difficult spots where you know you're you're kind of in the blender and you're really working out okay what what's their range like here like you've narrowed it down to the river and you know you're you're just in a tough spot and i've had weeks where you're just in tough spots all week but i feel like my mental my my mental edge is really, it's tight. You know, I'm sharp, I'm tight, I'm doing really good. And those weeks where I'm just running so hot, man, like eventually I get in a game and it just kind of bites me in the ass because I'm like, whoa, how did I, you know, how did I miss that spot right there? Like that was really obvious. And I, I remember in basketball like that, you go, you know, you play three or four teams in a row. It's all layups, man, all layups. You're crushing these guys and all of a sudden you come up against this real good team that you probably should still beat, but they just kick you right in the nuts, and you're kind of looking in the mirror like, "What? What just happened?" Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coasting can be. Yeah, can be. Can be. Yeah, re- re- really, really dangerous. Uh, and yeah, and, and you see that all the time. Even you know, even all the way up to the professional levels of, of, of different spots, uh, for teams of. Where or or and and players where yeah they'll go through like a real a real easy easy run playing against you know the bottom you know the the bottom feeders of the league and and then they face like one one middleish team but who they're you know who's not that great offensively but they they just have a couple lockdown guys on on D and then and then they just and they get and they get stomped. And it's like, well, who saw that coming? Like they were, you know, they were, they were like seven and a half point favorites at home, and they lost by thirty. But yeah, it happens all the time because yeah, it's it's pretty it's it, complacency is is really is is pretty easy to fall into, and it's and it's really really dangerous. I mean, and it and it's I mean it's it's deadly if you're if you're doing this you know professionally because you 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 can't get complacent. You have to you know you have to keep going and it doesn't doesn't matter uh you know the previous hand that that happened in the previous session and nothing nothing else matters and that happened previously like all you can do is just focus on what's going on right now yeah for sure yeah those i think those are good things to think about anything interesting happening during any of your play this week i had a I had some words with a guy and we went back and forth and um, part of me was a little disappointed with some of my classlessness. It wasn't horrible. Obviously I didn't say anything horrible at all, 
it got competitive trash talking, then it escalated a little bit for me, and I honed it back in. But I, I set a guy off pretty hard. Yeah, there, there's a couple. Uh, yeah, most of the games, as I said, were were pretty good, so they were pretty sociable. Uh, there's there's one time I uh, I flopped quads and Chuck Ray's River and got paid. That was that was pretty fun. Oh. Not 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 like a huge pot or anything, like but it was you know like check you know like four limps in me i checked deuces in the big and flops like five deuce deuce and so obviously check and guy bets 10 and i call and then turns a brick i check he bets 10 i call rivers another brick and he and he bets 20 and i'm like oh man 20 like ah (laughs) I feel like you're suckering me in. You know? Oh, you're you're giving him the speech and everything. Huh? <laughs> I raised the fifty. He's <laughs> like sucking you in, huh? Sucking you in to get trapped. He's <laughs> like, all right, I guess I'm giving you another twenty five dollars. I was like, yes, you are. <laughs> uh, is he a good sport about it? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, it's against stride. <laughs> uh, there is, um, <laughs> there is a, uh, there's, there's another, n- another, uh, time where I, I table changed and sat down and the, the dealer was a pretty, pretty heavy set guy and they always ask you for your player card. And so he said, uh, he's like, he's like, well, I'm, I'm table serve. You have a player card? And I was like, yeah, sure, I do. And, He's like, all right. Sh-. He's like, all right. Ship it to the big fat guy. I was like, all right, and I I hand it to the guy next to me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the rest of the table thought it was pretty funny. The the the, the guy next to me wasn't wasn't as amused, but uh, you know, it's it's kind of a, it's a, as I told the table, it's a high variance play, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a uh, I was in a hand where I had jacks under the gun, and I I opened two point five. I got one caller, and then this the second caller had just been really aggressive all night. And from my history of playing with him, I didn't have a ton of notes, but he's not someone who I ever considered a very good player. Uh, so it, it ends up, and another call ends up happening. So flop comes. It's a pretty low. It's like eight five deuce. Pretty good board. Obviously, there can be some sets out there. And uh, I bet out, folds over uh, to the second caller. He raises, and I just, from what I know about him, I I just think he's bluffing because it's not a. It doesn't look like it's a good board for me. Obviously, I can have over cards here, but I just don't think he's thinking like that. Right. So I and I re-raise. I shove shove on him. And I have him covered by a good bit. And he he calls and he flips over pocket queens. And I'm like, what? Like pocket queens? Like, why is pocket queens here right <laughs> right now, you know? Right. Yeah, where that comes su- from. yeah, I'm kinda surprised mm-hmm. he even calls my, my reshove with pocket queens there, because I mean it's not like he, he probably can't fold, but I think Jax is probably the worst hand I show up with on that board. Like, you know, I'm I'm probably not shoving with pocket 10s yeah. right there. Um, sure. I mean, I guess in my head, I'm not sure. But, you know, I'm I'm thinking I'm either queens or better at this point. So I was really surprised he, he snap called me like that. Hell, I'm surprised he called queens four ways. But uh, <laughs> so I was like, man, really? Queens? What are you doing there with queens? You know, he kind of kind of tells me a little bit. And he starts talking mad trash. He's just like, oh, like, I know you've, you know, I know I look overly aggressive and dot, dot, dot. And I was like, all right, man, we're, you know, nice hand. And he just starts talking trash to me. He's like, yeah, I just knew what, I just knew where you were. And <laughs> and he's like, I just know that I look overly aggressive and you're just tilted. And I'm like, dude, you just. And I hadn't been saying anything, but I'm like, 
Man, do you know what you just did, like, with your equity there with Pocket Queens, like, calling four ways there? And and he has no idea. You know, he doesn't know. I don't even, and I'm, right. I shouldn't be saying it. I, I shouldn't be talking no. to him at all about that. But he, he goaded me. And uh, obviously he has no idea about any, any of, of, of equity whatsoever. So we're going back and forth. And I, I started to cool down. And, you know, we're, we're playing, playing around. And I'm like, you know, and he starts punting my chips, essentially. You know, he just starts, you know how people do on there. They just loose call and everything. I'm like, hey, man, quit punting my chips away, will you? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like that at all, man. Yeah, so at that point, he, he kind of had a target on my back. And the hand before I, it, things started to hit the rail, I he'd been flatting, uh, flatting, uh, flatting preflop with premiums all the time, and I told him that I was like, dude, you've been flatting premiums all night. Like it's not, you know, I know you think you're a genius, but I don't think anyone's really, really surprised. Yeah. So, so next hand he flats under the gun. <laughs> I'm like, oh fuck. And I'm in the big blind, and I look down at Pocket Kings, and I'm like, oh, shit. I've only got 25 bigs left. We're at the final table. So I I raise. He he jams all in, and I just <laughs> I just tell him, I was like, good luck, man. Like, I, I don't have a choice. So I call, and he flips over Pocket Aces. Uh-huh. He's like, ah, oh. he's like, oh, you're such a fucking bad player. He's like, you're horrible. And uh, it run- <laughs> the run out is Jack, 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 f- four, king, <laughs> <laughs> and he just loses it, man. Yeah, absolutely loses it. Ah, uh, and I that that was the tournament I bubbled on, and he busted. And he's been gone for like an hour. And when I I bust on the bubble, I I lost four flips in a row where I was ahead about sixty to seventy percent. And he's like, "You're you're horrible! Oh my god! I watched what you did. Like he, you know how it comes up green when they're sure, typing. Sure. Yeah, they're out. Yep. Yeah, and he just he starts to berate me like you're you're one of the worst players ever. He's like, I hope you keep playing on here. He's like, you're a don you're basically a donation. You're the worst player on here. I mean, really." Like really berating yeah. me, uh-huh. I was a little su- I was a little surprised, um, especially because he's he's so bad. Um, <laughs> but even uh, even some of the people at the table were like, "Wow, like that's that's going pretty far there." But I don't know. I don't really. I think I wish I would have had a little bit more class. I had more class towards the end. I don't really know how to handle those situations all the time. Poker is kind of an interesting game for me i kind of wanted your take on it because in basketball i talk trash all the time in basketball but it was very very fun and it was competitive but poker's poker is kind of an interesting thing because people don't people don't really trash talk well in poker does that make sense right yeah yes it's it's definitely there's there's definitely it's always going to be more 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 emotional where where there's money involved and potentially a lot of money uh you know and unlike a competition like basketball you know where you know maybe a guy like drains a three like right in your face or something and uh is jawing about it you know never 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 feels great but you know like 10 minutes later like it's that's kind of gone you know whereas you know if you uh Guy, guy, sta- guy stacks you, and he's, he's, he's like, all right, thanks. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put these to good work. Don't, don't you worry. You know, that, I can, that can sting for a while. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, it is an interesting social dynamic, and, and it's, it's really just a thing. You sort of have to just feel out table by table, and, and really player by player. You know, some guys really like to talk, and they, you know, the money's not super important to them they're they're there to mostly to 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 have fun and be social and if they you know win or lose it's not it's not really going to change change their life so 
they're they're not really as they're they're more focused on the social aspect of it, whereas some people are are very serious about the money and they're and they came there because they either need to win or really 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 want to win, and and they uh and the social aspect is 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 not not a, not really a factor for them. And you just kind of have to gauge that as 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 you as you play, and you know, and you can you know sort of, I guess do do like some some probing you know conversation, probing questions, and see seeing how they react, and you know if they're laughing at or talking about you know some of the small stuff, then you know you can you can ramp it up some, but uh you know and always you know when when you're starting out you know like like yeah i'm i'm you know, i'm just going with you like i'm you know i'm, I'm a dick like i'm sorry like you know, <laughs> just, uh make 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 making sure that it's always you know don't always want to start off like pretty light because yeah i can if it goes unchecked by by either party like like in that instance you know in the, in the that it wasn't you know i've you know both of us have seen way way worse but uh yeah it can it can escalate you know fairly quickly yeah and that in that instance one guy at the table was like ah you know it's kind of getting a little intense and you know i backed off and i said yeah we're just we're just competitive trash talking i don't think anyone's mad i'm not i'm not really mad and i was only speaking for myself apparently (laughs) 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 But it, yeah, you like you said it's it's a really it's a really interesting social dynamic because I I really enjoy like if I'm if I'm stacking someone or I suck out on someone I'm obviously not I'm not trying to needle them you know like I that's a little distasteful just because you know what it feels like it's not a good right. feeling <laughs> but like like I enjoy you know some good back and forth some good banter like it, that that actually really excites me about poker and most sports is. Is just the com- the competitive uh, creativity of uh, trash talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's definitely a a a, a fun a fun part of it. So thanks for hanging out. Review. Give us five stars. Email us with any feedback, good or bad. We'd love to hear from you. Reach out to when the chips are down podcast at gmail.com. Send in your own hand or questions you might have about poker. We talk to each other pretty much every day already, and the whole reason that we're doing this is value to others in this space. So please let us know any thoughts or questions you might have, and we'll get to them. You can find myself at Biking19 on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, as well as Twitter. Episode 6 will recap how the Eels were shot down by the Chiefs and how Joe and Willie's week in poker and sports went. And keep grinding, guys. See ya.